You're listening to the Things You Don't Hear in Church podcast, a show where your hosts, Darian and Ethan, discuss the controversial topics often avoided by the church. They also discuss culture, society, and everyday goofs. And now, Darian and Ethan. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Hello. And this time, the mic's working. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it worked last time, too, but... For 20 minutes. Whatever. We'll see if we get past it this time. Yeah, it'll be easy. <laughs> Yeah, I replaced a part, so it should be should be beauty, should be working yep. beautifully. Yep. Um, but yes, today it's Monday, it's September 7th. Yep. Happy Labor Day, everybody. Yep. And it's three days past our podcast's birthday. Wow. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday. Yep. Dude, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, we, we had some it. great friends of ours. Carissa Burbank and Lindsay Laidlaw. Yeah, our amazing friends. They came and they made us a giant cookie cake. Well, giant cookie. Just a cookie, yeah. A giant in a cake pan. Yeah. Giant cake cookie. Yeah. There, Lindsay just walked by. Um, and uh, yeah, they made us a giant cookie for our one year. It was amazing. So thank you, Lindsay. Thank and you, guys. Um, but Lindsay told me today, she usually listens to every episode. She mm-hmm. said, since we've been hanging out, I haven't been listening to you guys because I think, <laughs> why would I listen to their podcast if I can go hang out with them in person? Yeah. And I was like, well. Not an excuse. Thanks, but go listen. <laughs> Listen to and take. You know, I'd rather you didn't hang out with me and listen to the podcast. <laughs> I would rather you stay home. Really, <laughs> go back to Canada and listen to our podcast. Anything to get a listen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's but it's really cool. Like, of course, we don't have fifty episodes, which we should if we, you know, we're doing it every week for a year. Well, we have half sure. of that. Because we're missionaries sometimes, and we go overseas. <laughs> you'd be a part-time missionary. I guess you'd be a part-time yeah, missionary. Oh, that's not staying. And we lead schools overseas, so we're always missing each other and here right. for a little bit and gone for a little bit. So we were both out of the country for like six months of this year. That's why we only have half the amount of podcasts we should have. But here's hoping next year we get at least 75% of the year. At least. Yeah. We're shooting for 45 next year. Come 40? on. 45? Well, let's do it, guys. Let's do yeah. it. Uh, well, 45 episodes from today. Because it's got to be a whole year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now start in January. Yeah. Well, um, technically, this is the first podcast of our second year. Yes. Yeah. Our birthday is unofficially on Labor Day. So we did 27 in the first year. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah, very exciting. This is <laughs> going all over the place. Just lock it down. <laughs> I'm going to do that. For everybody who's listening, his <laughs> mic stand is going all wonky. So just lock it down. You'll be all right. Oh, that's fun. Um, am I going the right way? Dude, lock it down like Kawhi on defense. I don't even know what that means. They just won today. Sports. Clippers just beat the Nuggies. Yeah, touchdown. Yeah. Goal. Three points. That's the right sport. Strike. Yeah. Are you excited about that? Do you like that? What? That they won? No, I thought you meant where your mic was. I was oh, like, no, yeah, this I is fine. That's cool. No, this is fine. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I'm excited they won. It was a really close game. Game three, they're up 2-1 now. Who do you want to win the finals? Clippers. Why? Uh, because they're like me and my dad's team. So. That's pretty cute. Yeah, it is cute. I don't watch basketball. Um, I am excited for football, though. Well, I don't really watch football. I only watch the Lions. And I get sad every week. It's not football. It's the Lions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you a football fan? I'm only a Lions fan. We signed Adrian Peterson, which I heard that he's... In the past, he's been good, but today someone said, he's a dinosaur, dude. He's so old. You just like him because he has your last name. <laughs> yeah. That's the only reason. That's my, that's my cousin. What's up, Adrian Peterson? <laughs> we should hang out. We have the same last name. Yeah. Um... But no, I am, I am excited. I hope it'll be a good season for this. Yeah. Speaking of sports, we did a sport earlier. 
We did? A couple days ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so oh, I was watching the UFC because the UFC is my favorite sport. Um, shout out to everybody listening to the last episode. We are talking about violence. Um, I, have yeah, lots right? of, I have lots of opinions and had many debates <laughs> on the UFC with many people. Um, to say one thing about it, I consider it art. And I don't watch it because I like violence. I like the art. So hmm. we can talk about that more. It kind of yeah, martial arts is art. Yeah, like, martial arts. Yeah, the same feeling that I get when I like hear a great song is the same feeling I get when I see someone like do a beautiful like takedown in right in martial arts. Yeah, I'm like wow, that's beautiful. This feeling I get when I see someone get knocked out. Like I like I like the stand up fights more because I used to do that. I used to yeah. do like kickboxing and I just sparred all the time and stuff like that. Mm. And so I really enjoy it and I really like watching it. But when someone gets knocked out. It's like this weird sense of accomplishment, like, yes! Yeah. I'm like, guys in pain, but he knows what he's doing because yeah. he, he... Nobody he wants anybody to get hurt. Right. Everybody's, a, everybody's friends there. Yeah, every, they... Yeah, it's their life. Yeah. It's their job. Think about this. They all hold hands to see who wins at the end. Everybody, everybody's holding hands at the end. When was the last time you saw when you see basketball grown, grown teams? men with no clothes on holding <laughs> hands. Sweaty. Any other place, you might want to ask yourself what you're doing. <laughs> Anyways, we, uh, I was watching UFC, and yeah. um, they were talking about how much leg kicks hurt. And I was thinking, you know, I've done jiu-jitsu and, like, a little bit of striking, but I've never done, like, leg kicks before. And so me and Ethan went outside, and we were like, let's try, <laughs> let's try it. And so first we started with calves, with low kicks to the calf and then to the thighs, and it, it didn't feel good. No. I think I finally didn't feel it walking today. <laughs> really? Yeah. Mine definitely went away yesterday. I was like yesterday was the last day for me too, but I was like I I remember like I got up from sitting yesterday. And I thought, oh my gosh, still. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We ramped it up from like really like easy leg kicks, so like they didn't hurt. Yeah. Just touching each other to like really hard ones to the point where like I fell down. When I got kicked <laughs> one. Felt real bad about that. My leg was like, Mm-mm, we're not standing anymore. Mm-mm, Don't do go that. down. Don't do that for me. <laughs> my... this, this isn't good. <laughs> Don't keep doing this. My philosophy was like. When I get kicked, I have to stay standing because then the pain will be driven into the earth and not into my body. <laughs> like, if I'm not touching anything, like, I wanted to, like, pick up my leg and, like, walk it off. But I'm like, uh-huh. if I just stand here, I'm like a statue and it'll go into the earth. That's so interesting. Terrible philosophy because hmm. if you move with it, you absorb it. That's why people check the leg kick. So they, yeah, right, right, right. right. But. Well, let me see what that, but. Yeah. But so the aspect of like the physics, like you're absorbing it and moving with it, so it's less painful. Well, you do you check a leg kick because your shin bone's there, and they're kicking a bone, and it doesn't feel good at mm-hmm. all for anybody. Yeah, Chance was explaining that. Chance is our friend who does jujitsu too, um, which isn't a striking. No, but he loves art, fighting still. Yeah, he said that. Um, what do you, I, I just totally blanked. He said that when you do when you check it with your shin, it causes the other person's leg to drag more across your shin. And thus getting a higher chance of them breaking their leg. Yes, exactly. That's terrifying. Yeah, it's terrifying. I've seen those videos on... That's why people want to do a lot of leg kicks. Sometimes. Yeah. I've seen those videos on YouTube. Just yeah. shin snapping. They don't feel good. Scared. They don't look good either. Mm-mm. No. Not a, good, not a good time. Yeah. Anyways. But, uh... That was fun. Yeah, good time. I don't feel it anymore. That means we have to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> again next week. Uh, tune in as we discuss our second round of... Leg kicks. Leg kicks next week. It'll be great. But this week, we're discussing something that's, really, it's a combination of the two worst topics you could bring up in conversation, uh, religion and politics. You nice. know, everyone says... Uh, we can talk about sex, too. Yeah, we could talk about sex. Yeah. Not this episode. Yeah. But, yeah, they always say, if you want to avoid arguments and you just, whatever, 
Never talk about religion or politics with people. Or sex. I've never heard sex, but... It's, it's always dinner table. Don't talk about religion, politics, or sex. Your dinner table makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Makes sex. What? Makes sense. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> okay. So, basically, if you look on social media, and just to frame where we're coming from this episode, you look all around you in social media, you turn on TV, you go to any other website ever. It's a lot of politics. It's hyper... Um, I, was gonna, I don't even know the word I'm thinking of. It's, it's just everywhere. a lot. It's um, everything is politics. Now, yeah, right? everything everywhere goes politics. Every every story on Instagram. Every post. Every I mean, every post on Facebook has already always been about politics anyway. So unless you love that and your grandma things. making food. But. Yeah, and people getting engaged. Yeah, those are the three things. <laughs> and really, really bad memes. Nope. Yes. Yes. Sometimes Instagram has sometimes mediocre memes, but that's it. Um, but yeah, so. We want to talk about not necessarily politics at large, but basically having a conversation about how, as Christians, we want to remember that politics are not our God, that Jesus is our God, Mm -hmm. right? And that your political stances, your political views and sides, left, right, whatever, is not going to save you in the end. Yeah. Because it's it's mankind. Yeah. And so we just want to have a conversation about that and then encourage everyone and ourselves as well to look towards Jesus, look towards Christ, mm-hmm. and look towards God as our Messiah and salvation ultimately in this world. Yeah. And so that's what we're going to be doing for the next little bit. Derek, yeah. do you have any thoughts initially? Yeah, it's kind of hard because it would be like, imagine your job is MMA and every day, which is fighting, uh, mixed martial arts, if no one knows what that means. Um, imagine every day you go to the gym and you're at the gym for like a work day, right? Like you'd maybe do some training, some teaching, and you'd do like a workout and stuff like that. And you go all day and it's every day, you know, you're doing something else, whether it's jujitsu or kickboxing or working out or training or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Your whole life revolves around you eating correctly and you training correctly and not getting injured and rehabbing and stuff like that. Um, and your whole life consists of MMA. And then it's got to be so hard to keep that separate from like, who you are and what's actually important. And if someone tells you like, Hey, like this doesn't actually like matter that much. You'll probably be like, it does. Like my whole life is martial arts. Yeah. Like you can't tell me that, you know what I mean? And it's kind of the same thing for us where our social media is like most of the conversations we have, especially around election year, which it is now, like our whole lives become around politics and all that's on, uh, like the media across from even social media is all politics and super divisive. Like, you have to be on this side or that side. And it, the thing that's the most, like, um, encapsulating or, um, like, draws people in so much, not encapsulating, is how divisive it is or how, like, yeah. polarizing it is, right? Because yeah. people love to have purpose, you know what I mean? And politics can make you feel like you're doing something, like, greater than yourself, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? For sure. I think that's what's, like, so, like, intriguing and... Uh, like drawing for people about yeah it. it's very emotional also because it's like like you said everyone wants to have purpose everyone everyone innately wants to feel like they're part of something bigger than themselves yeah and causing change and both political parties know that about people yeah. well and i say both because in america we have a two-party system but every political party knows that humanity wants to have purpose yeah and so they i think there's people on every party and every on every side that are going to use that against people and mm-hmm. try to get them to be on their side because they're saying, yeah, you're part of the change, you're part of this, you're, you're right. making it better. And it's like, right. everyone's going to be trying to do that. Right. But the question is, or the, not the question, the thing we have to remember 
is that there's something bigger in the world going on other than politics, especially mm-hmm. like for Americans. America is not just the only thing in the world, right? We, right. We're very, we can become very um, self-centered in that sometimes. But like even beyond politics, there's a whole realm of the spirit world, right? And there's God and there's Satan, and mm-hmm. they're both moving. Yeah. And God's trying to bring people in his kingdom, and Satan's trying to stop that. Right. Right. And we talked about this um, last week. At, we had a staff meeting here at YWAM, and that was spoken about as like the two kingdoms. Right. Right. And so, really, what I think we have to remember is, like I said earlier, your political party can't save you. Right. Ultimately. Right. They had some, like, I think there's, there's value in politics. Mm-hmm. I am personally going to vote. And I think people should yeah, vote. Everybody should. Even though I'm a bit of a conspirator, I still am going to vote. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to remember that ultimately we serve a God that's bigger than all of it. Mm-hmm. So no matter how it turns out, whether you love it or hate it, we have to know how to, as Christians, how to one, act in accordance to government by the standards of the Bible and what God says, mm-hmm. which we can get into. And then also uh, remember that. God is bigger than that, and we need to be praying for our leaders, no matter what we believe about their political stances. Yeah, because it's commanded. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Any thoughts on that? Um, Any comments you want to add to it? Yeah, I was singing last night um, as I was falling asleep, and I just felt like um, the Lord reminded me of uh, King Saul and how hmm. like he was their people's God, right? God was, or not Saul, sorry, like God was his people's God, but they wanted a king. And Saul, like all the other nations, right, you know what I mean. Yeah. And then, as soon as they had a king to like to look to, that's when like a lot of things started falling apart, right? Mm-hmm. And then it goes into David and and all those people. But um, like originally, God's like, "Hey, I want to be your focus, and I want to guide you, but you want to make like a human being your God," which is what a lot of Christians have done as well. Yeah, and, and it makes sense. Like you're surrounded by it all the time. You find purpose in it and stuff like that. And if you're <laughs> <laughs> I want to move my. Uh... His mic just came out and stand everybody. Um, when it's you make back. it, when you make it your life, like that's that. It just makes sense when most of Christians in America already are very nominal and already don't find a lot of purpose in being a Christian anyway. It just makes sense that they would find purpose in the like the next thing, and especially right, when the news right, right. is pushing it all the time. Like it's gonna be the thing you find purpose in, and it's gonna be that Saul. Like we're gonna look to to Trump or Biden or whoever it is. Kamala to be like that that leader for us that right. we don't have God in that spot. You know right. what I mean? And that's like especially that you bring up Israel and the who the nation that Solomon was or Saul was king over. Uh, mm-hmm. um, like God's heart was like I'm going to be your king and I, you are going to be my people yeah. and I'm going to lead you. Right. And he wanted to have that relationship with his people. Yeah. And the men, and people rejected him and and obviously now it's different. God doesn't have a ethno-religious group of people he's only choosing to live for, right? He's expanding his kingdom towards all of humanity. But the heart behind God is still the same where he's like, I want to be your king and I want you to be my people, my son, my daughter, who I can lead and then you can exist with wisdom in political systems, right? right? Honoring me. But ultimately your allegiance is to God and your allegiance is not to the systems of man in this world. Right. And of course we're not like a theocratic monarchy or anything like that. Um, Like it's going to be different. We're going to have, like, a political leader um, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I mean, unless we change drastically and we start, like, appointing a team of people to be the president or something like that. Which Has that been done before? Isn't a bad idea. Uh, I don't know. That would be... I can't that might actually. be a bad idea. Why? I feel like it... Because you'd... Well, obviously, you'd have to have We already do number. that mostly with the government. Like, it's just... Yeah. 
in my opinion, it's kind of fake. That I feel like a president. It, yeah, in a way, I think it would just slow things down. Because then it's like, well, then all the it could speed things up. I think passing laws would be harder though, because like if three of them want to veto it, but two. No, 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 that's not how it works. It would be every job the the president has um, is all delegated to a different person. So if the bill okay. or law has something to do with one thing, then only that person oh, okay. like has we to could, do with it. And it not? still has to go through the house and the senate and all yeah. those things. Anyways, this is not about that. Bro, we should we could try it. It's interesting. Our system's not the. <laughs> yeah. No, no matter what, humans are still evil and are still going to find a way to corrupt any system we put in place. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter if we're, like, Republican or Democrat, if, like, you're going to capitalism or Marxism. Like, no matter what, humans are going to corrupt a system no matter how good of an idea it is. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So that's why, like, in America, we want freedom because we know humans are always going to corrupt whatever system we have. And so the freer mm-hmm. we are, the more people have the opportunity to choose for themselves. Right. You know I mean, what they want to believe. Yeah, and... I, yeah, that's the whole basis is people are bad. They should not be – if you give people control and power, they're going to be corrupt. corrupted, yeah. Even – like people by and large left their own devices with the freedoms that we have are going to be corrupt. Yeah. But I think it's better to have a free people that are corrupt than yeah. um, people who have absolute power who are corrupt because there's that saying that absolute power corrupts absolutely, right? Yeah. And so then people start getting oppressed and mm-hmm. whatnot and it's real bad. We've seen that all over – history yeah um, but i did want to bring up uh this one bible verse and we can discuss what we believe about it if we maybe we might disagree who knows um but it's in romans 13 it's one through two mm-hmm. i'm going to read it and then it'll be on the screen for you guys um let everyone be subject Ooh, to the <laughs> we're getting fancy let everyone be subject to the governing authorities for there is no authority except that which god has established the authorities that exist have been established by god Consequently, whoever rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. Mm-hmm. That's the ESV for all you people who want to know that. Uh-huh. Um, so when I read this, and I think to myself, okay, as a Christian, I have to be subject to all these governing authorities and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like right now specifically, we're thinking about I'm thinking about COVID and the restrictions and all these ridiculous rules that we got placed mm-hmm. on us, and I was like. Like, it, I don't want to listen to any of them. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't want to. You can't, t- you can't tell me I can't go on a mountain. You right. mean I can't go on a walk in the woods? It's like kind of my idea. But then I read the Bible. I'm like, I kind of have to be subject to this because they're not asking me to break the commands of God right now. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the only exception, exception, I think, for Christians is when you have to obey the government and pretty much whatever they tell you until they tell you to stop doing what God's commanded to. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's when you're released to. Because uh, those are the times that Jesus rebelled. Right. right. Was exactly. When- they are in, in, infringing mm-hmm. on what God has told them to do. Right, and same with the apostles where they're like, yeah. they're like, hey, stop evangelizing. He's like, hey, you ju- be no. the judge. Yeah. You decide what's better for your man or God. So yeah. we're going to keep doing our thing. And so when I see this, and like, just to give you guys context, when Paul wrote this letter to Romans, the church was being persecuted by mm-hmm. Nero. He, they, were, they were being dipped in hot wax and lit on fire as garden, as yeah. like garden lanterns and like yeah. terrible things. And he's saying, be subject to these authorities. Yeah. And that's like a hard pill to swallow. And then we get mad because I get mad at least because I have to not go to the beach mm-hmm. or like only can be in the water for the whole entire time. And yeah. it's like, it's not oppressive. And I'm like, God's like kind of like, Ethan, why is it that big of a deal to you? Like this, there's, mm-hmm. it's going to like, there people went through worse. And like, it's a, com- I look at that as a command from God, this one verse to obey the authorities until they tell me to sin. Yeah. And I think that 
moving forward, Christians need to have this in mind, no matter what political party is in system mm-hmm. or is in power. You know. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on that verse, and what would you say? I mean, I think your actions can vary. I think you can make a very strong case that, um, like, you can preemptively act if the government is like doing things that infringe on the rights that are already set up by the country, right? And so, if the government's already okay. doing something that's going against its own laws then that can be a case where the government is disobeying itself. Does that make sense? Yeah. And by the government disobeying itself, like, how do you follow something the government has had to do but also is telling you not to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if something's unconstitutional, which is what the government has said to do, and then they also say not to do that, how are you supposed to follow both of those things? You yeah, and I, mean? I would say the Constitution probably supersedes most things. Hopefully. But, I mean, Republican or Democrat, both parties have gone against the Constitution. The Constitution's mm-hmm. never been implemented how it's supposed to from the beginning. And that's because human beings are evil. Mm-hmm. And we set up great standards from the beginning that can't really be followed because we're human beings and we're going to corrupt them no matter what. Um, so I think there's license um, to go against what the government says at times. But what you're saying about like following small things like that I think is totally understandable. Right? right. Like Follow the rules that the government has set up to keep everybody safe. Um, as long as it's not like, as long as you're not sinning or endangering someone's life right. or something like that, right? Yeah. Or you don't think the government is infringing on uh, a right, right that's already set up for you. Yeah, and so it's like a, a, a lot of people. I would assume I haven't had a lot of many conversations about this because mm-hmm. I feel like people might get mad, so I haven't. But I would assume like I would I can think of people who I know in my personal life who if I told them like, hey, you have to be, you have to listen to the government even though you don't want to wear a mask and do it. They would be like. They're taking away our freedoms. I don't have to do anything. And I'm like, no, that's, you know, as a Christian, you give up your rights when you follow Christ, mm-hmm. you know? And so I'm like still processing through everything I think about yeah. all that. But a question I do um, have here that I, I have some points here, but I want to hear your thoughts as well, is why slash how can we be subject to governing authorities when I wrote they're so bad, but we can say evil or mm-hmm. wrong or corrupt. So yeah, why can how can we be subject to governing authorities when they're corrupt and evil, or why should we be? Yeah, I think a good. I don't know necessarily how to answer this question perfectly, mm-hmm. but the thing that comes to my mind originally um, is kind of this: like the mindset that you brought up earlier about you're not a part of one party and against the other party, right? You're a part of a kingdom and you're against another kingdom, right? Yeah. And so, no matter how bad the government's getting, it's not you in one political party versus like them in the other political party. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's you as a child of God against all the forces of darkness. You know what I mean? So just like for all of the disciples, for Paul, Silas, for all the people that were persecuted in the early church, you know, it was never them versus another political party, like trying to overthrow the government. You know what I mean? It it was always them versus the spiritual forces of darkness. Right. I mean, and how they were inflicting, and using other people against them, right? And they were thrown in jail, they were persecuted, but it was always Paul and he was, or, or the disciples always trying to preach the gospel and always mm-hmm. trying to further the kingdom, not necessarily trying to push through like a political agenda. That's not really what they were fighting for. Right, you know that's I mean? good. When that was like the, the hottest button topic like, that you could talk about at the time was overthrowing Rome. You know, that's what, that's what all the cool kids were talking about <laughs> was getting Rome out of there because they were oppressing Israel. You very know what punk I mean? rock. They're occupying, yeah, very punk rock. <laughs> They're occupying Israel. And I think you can look at Paul, and you could say he's even fighting, um, not necessarily like for the rebellion or whatever, but like by Christians 
like taking over Rome by like him sharing the gospel through all of Asia and everywhere. He is bringing the kingdom of God, which is going to change politics, which is going to change yeah. culture. Right. You know what I mean? And when you say Christians taking over Rome, you don't mean aggressively and violently because we just talked no, about that. That's what yes. I mean. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. I was what, like, what? 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 <laughs> uh, but yeah, you don't mean like they were being vicious or like evil yeah. and attacking people. You just mean that the gospel was so contagious because the kingdom of God is that good yeah. that it was just spreading like a wildfire to the point where at one point Nero burned a good portion of his own empire and tried blaming it on the Christians. Yeah. You know, just to try to, to, to stomp it out. And the thing yeah. about the gospel and the kingdom of God is it's that good. Like you don't have to like try to make it something that is better. Like it's yeah. the best, you know? And so... I think, I think what you said is really good that like when you spread the gospel, when you share the gospel, mm-hmm. and when your mind is changed by the gospel, that ideologies are changed and worldviews are changed, and that's going to eventually end up yeah. changing culture and policy and politics because it's a byproduct of the fruit of the spirit, which brings the, the fruitfulness of humanity and the flourishing of humanity. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. so I really like what you said. That's really absolutely. Good. It's not that just when you become a Christian, you automatically become Republican or Democrat because that's what Christians are, right? Right. It's that you get conformed to the image of God, and as you um, continue like spending more time with Him, and you continue to be uh, made more like His image, right? The more you start to look like Him, the more your behavior and your actions starts to look just like He looked. Right. Yeah. Hundred percent. I really like that. That's good. Um, three quick points I put down. Um, very basic. I like those answers a lot. I want to um, say one more thing about yeah, that. It's not like it's not like just your um, your political leanings change because of the party you're in, right? Like just like right. I said, it's your desires physically change, and you start valuing mm-hmm. things a lot different. You start valuing life a lot higher. Than right. Just well, because allowed. God gives you a regenerate heart. Yeah. You know, and and it, yeah, it's not that. Like, God is not in a political party. Like, that's mm-hmm. what we always we think, like, Jesus would be this, or Jesus would be that. And God doesn't care. Like, yeah. You know, like, there's a part of the Bible where Joshua's about to take a, go into war for this nation. I think it's Joshua. I'm, like, 98% sure. Yeah. And he's going to go, and he meets an angel of the Lord. And he's like, are you for us or against us? And this is what our base leader said last week when we were talking about it. Yeah. He's like, neither. I'm, yeah. I'm for the kingdom of God. Whose side are you on? Wait, you said you're, you're a rope. Republic? What is that? Republican? Yeah, like if Jesus showed that? up and you're like, I'm for the kingdom of life. Jesus, would you like us to make America great again hat? <laughs> no, Mm-mm. no, I would not. <laughs> would you like to donate to Biden's campaign? No, I would. I don't, think, I don't think I would. He would actually be like, I'm going to start a political movement that's going to destroy your American political movement, and then I'm going to be king. Yeah. That's basically what he did when he was on earth in a way to the point where they were like, we need to kill him. Yeah, but he also did a pretty, and he and his idea of a kingdom was way different than ours, where it's not right. like a a political uprising, but it's a spiritual movement, like we've been talking about. Right. And yeah, getting yourself in that mindset where God is way more concerned with His kingdom being spread and His name being glorified for the salvation of so many people mm-hmm. that He doesn't care about your politics, really. Right. Absolutely. That, that might hurt to hear, but a little bit, a little, little bit. But it's good, like. Once you put God before your politics, yeah. everything's okay. And if politics is before your God, then politics are probably your God. Yeah. Do we need to take a break before I can say something else? Or um, yeah, we can go to a quick break, and then right. we will be right back. Be right back in just a second. All right. And we're back. We're back. Okay. So what I was going to say. Um, Real quick, do you want to just bring uh, what we were talking about right before we went on a break? The refresher. 
I don't remember. <laughs> okay. I'm so focused on remembering what I wanted to say. Okay. Uh, we, were talk, we were talking about how God's not necessarily very concerned with um, which political party you're in more than he's concerned about his kingdom. Yeah, absolutely. And, it, like, in America, it makes sense because we are sort of the center of the world. Like, the world's currency <laughs> is, is based around – or the world's economy is based around our dollar for the most part. Yeah. Like, so many countries are invested in us. Um, so many countries pay attention to our – uh, media and our social media platforms and the companies that were started in America that it makes sense that we would be like so invested in ourselves like we don't for the most part we don't look at a lot of we other are stuff. selfish besides like Japan and Korea like we don't look at a lot of other people's like media and right. stuff like that right right those are kind of the only places we look to and I mean there's a there's of course other niche areas that we, that we look to sometimes but we kind of forget that like God isn't a Republican or Democrat, and and so is most of the world. Like most of the world isn't a Republican or Democrat. Like there's like the continent of Asia, that none of them are Republicans <laughs> they or Democrats. Practically all have their own kingdoms. Yeah. You go to, I mean, a lot of them are figureheads, but yeah, they're like you go to Cambodia. It's a kingdom of Cambodia. Yeah. The kingdom of Thailand. Yeah. And no matter where you go, like the kingdom of God is still what you're bringing to that place. You're not bringing your Republicanism or your Democraticism, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, to any of those places, because those don't those things don't exist there. Right. You know what I mean. So like, if that's your identity, that doesn't exist in most of the world, and that's not what God's asked you to do with your life. You know right. what I mean? And not saying people shouldn't go into politics. You absolutely should, and Christians should go into politics. And that's another episode. Um, yeah. Maybe but next that, week. Maybe follow. That's up. what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's good. Yeah. Most of the world is not Republican or Democrat. No. I think it's. It'd be really. Fun. I think a lot of people are like very good evangelists, mm-hmm. but they don't know it. Like, they're, like if yeah, you talk, for their party. If you talk to them, like, hey, you should go tell that stranger about Jesus. They'll be like, oh, I can't do that. That's so nerve. I don't know how to do that. Be like, hey, that person's a Democrat. You should tell them why they're wrong. They're like, oh, <laughs> f you, what's bro. What's up, dude? What's up, dude? Oh, <laughs> they'll go off. They'll be like, yeah. And it's like, and but obviously evangelism isn't aggressive like that. But they know how to talk about pol- their political views in a way that is promoting it in, yeah. ho- in hopefully a positive light, whether you, what, you're Democrat or Republican, whatever you believe. Right. Um, but the thing is, like, they know how to evangelize. They're just not doing it for the right purposes. Right. Uh, but Absolutely. a few points I want to get through about, like, going back to the question of why can we be subject to uh, governing authorities when they're corrupt or evil? Mm-hmm. And how do we do that? Um, I'd say why. Um, if you keep reading that chapter, Romans um, 13, 4, it says that, they are God's servants. Mm-hmm. And I think, and want some translations, it says like agents of wrath for God, like to carry out God's justice or something yeah. like that. And that, that's always a touchy subject because you just, as you say that, you're like, oh God, because I personally believe that God sovereignly institutes authorities. Mm-hmm. Like, like we might, we can vote, but ultimately God has chosen who's going to be president. Uh-huh. And, and people don't like hearing that because then they think all these evil leaders have been ordained by God, which. That's a whole long conversation, but I would say in a way, yeah. yeah. Depends on your perspective. Yeah, it depends on your perspective. Um, but yeah, they're God's servants, and so we have to listen to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, until they Sometimes. tell us to sin. Yeah. If yeah. they tell us to do more, <clears throat> excuse me, if they tell us to do moral evil or um, anything like that, then we just yeah. say no. Right. And we just move on with our life, and God's not going to be mad about us, right. be mad at that. But um, another point is we're commanded to obey them, like I read in Romans 13 1. Yeah. And, and Proverbs and Psalms as well. Oh, yeah, a lot of places. And I think the biggest reason that we can, out of humility 
and um, an attitude of service be subject to authorities in the world is because we're no, we know that we're not of this world. Yeah. Yeah, like that's the thing that makes it not hard to hear. Like yeah. before, when you hear that, you like get uncomfortable inside. You're like, you want me to submit to someone I don't agree with? Yeah. I'm free. What are you talking about? I'm a free American. And you then, can't tell me to do nothing. It's like you think I'm telling you to be in bondage to someone when that's not what I'm saying. Right. I'm saying you don't serve that person anyway. Like right. that person isn't the leader of your kingdom. God is the leader of your kingdom. You just happen to live in a land and God wants you to obey the person that uh, like is the governing authority of that land, mm-hmm. right? Because that's not where you're from anyway. Yeah, and if you want that biblical reference, that's John seventeen sixteen. That's uh, when Jesus is praying. Yeah, he's talking about God. Um, I pray that you protect these who are mine, and we know that the world's going to hate them because they're not of because the world hates me, and they're not of this world. Yeah, right. And we're of the kingdom of God. That's what we're talking about this whole time. Is that it's easy to serve governing authorities no matter what you believe, when you realize that this is not the end game. This right. is, it's not over after, or it's, it's, yeah, after we're, after the end of the day, there's more. We're not, yeah. we're going to heaven. Absolutely. We're going to be in the kingdom of God. And, uh, yeah, we can be friendly and yep. we'll just be honoring. And, and it's using that position, that understand that mindset of like, okay, I'm not going to be here for more than 80 years. Life is a vapor. As the Bible says, that's going to be gone quickly. Like, that gives you the, the the perspective and the mindset to be able to serve those around you, yeah, in a way that honors and uplifts, and then then just, it's, a, it's a good time, yeah. right? And you don't get people mad at you. I posted um, a few posts in the last things a couple of days on Facebook, some about health. I posted something about people's views of health, yeah, and then been able to private, and then a lot of people have different views, and I've been able to private message those people. But I posted something talking about politics and blm and whatnot and there's a video i didn't say that oh this guy's so good everyone listened to it. i just said hey guys what are your thoughts question mark and yeah. had people comment and someone commented i was like hey i don't agree with what they're saying and i was like oh can i private message you about that yeah and we've been talking for two days about why she disagrees and why where and she's like oh i disagree with this video because of this and i was like oh yeah i agree with you in that part like that's a and yeah. we've been able to have a really good conversation that's really fruitful for both of us in my opinion that's not triggering it's not mean it's not disrespectful because you're having the mindset of i'm part of the kingdom of god mm-hmm. not and that's not like tooting my own horn like look at me but it's just giving a real life example yeah. of like when you live with this mindset of being in the kingdom of god and not, not first a political party mm-hmm. you're able to just have so many more relationships with people you're looking out for her before yourself right and you have you have an empathy yeah and it's like it's bearing the fruit of the spirit of love yeah absolutely so yeah, very interesting. There's my soapbox. Yes. <laughs> yes. Any well, more final closing thoughts on that? I don't think there's a lot more I want to say. I know we can talk about like that whole subject for a long time. but We, we could do another episode about politics and Christians because it, it's way deeper than 35 minutes. Yeah, Actually, absolutely. like 25 because we started late. But Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's all I want to say about it for now, but maybe part two. Yeah, well, just a little something to wet your whistle. So. Yeah. We could do part two maybe next week or something yeah. like that. Who knows? Yeah. Well, I want to say thank you to everybody listening. And also thank you to everybody who follows us on Instagram and replies to our polls and our comments and everything and all the discussions we've had. It's honestly super awesome. It's like I yeah. have a part-time job now, like talking to people <laughs> on Instagram. Um, we just broke 700 followers. We're hoping to get to 1,000 um, um, by the end of the year, maybe even more. Um, man, what if one day we have a little K? I love to have a K. 10,000? That 10, would be crazy. That would be awesome. I'm that would be that one day. Hopefully. Yeah. So yeah, it. I Got love talking work. to y'all on Instagram. Um, keep it up. 
Keep asking us questions. We love answering them in the DMs, and we love having conversations with all y'all. Getting to know you, getting to know people we've never met, getting to know people from all around the world. Some yeah. people from uh, Venezuela, Puerto Rico. Yeah. Like people all over the world, like, are talking to us. I, cool. I did want to say, those of you who listen to us from the Spanish-speaking countries, we got your message in your DMs about putting Spanish subtitles in on our mm -hmm. Instagram, and we're working on it. I yeah. was looking at it yesterday, trying to find a program to do that because I don't speak Spanish, so I can't just... Right, it's hard. Can't, I'm not, and I don't want to do Google Translate and have it mess up, so... Yeah. Trying to find a bilingual program to add subtitles in. Yep. If you know of that, shoot us a DM, let us know. But yeah, thank you guys for listening to the show. Thank you for following us. Thank you for sharing if you're with your friends if you do. Yep. Uh, go like, comment, subscribe, all those things YouTubers tell you to do. Yep. Um, what else? We have a Patreon. Yeah, follow us on Patreon. That's a, that's a fun one. We got stickers. And if we get on Patreon, we'll start having shirts and other merch. Yeah. Having other tiers. It'll be a fun time. It'll be, it's going to be a really good time. So thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week. Yep. And have a great week and happy Labor Day. Adios, everybody.